Worldview Update, bringing you closer to international news. 22 minutes after 6, good morning. In Gaza, the Israeli Defense Force says it's now completely encircled the city of Khan Yunus, which the Israelis claim is a stronghold of Hamas leaders. Yesterday, 24 Israeli soldiers were killed in the fighting. 21 of them died in one incident when a building which they had rigged for demolition fell on them after Hamas fighters launched grenades at an Israeli tank that was guarding the soldiers. Meanwhile, the number of Palestinians killed by Israeli forces continues to climb. At least 25,450 Palestinians have now been killed. Naim Jina is a senior researcher at the Mapungubwe Institute for Strategic Reflection. Naim, good morning and thanks again for your time. Good morning, Stephen. This war is now taking on a very sort of slow sort of urban fighting. Israeli soldiers on the ground trying to uh, take territory or destroy infrastructure or find Hamas leaders or free hostages. I suppose in some ways this is the worst kind of fighting. So many civilians, Palestinian civilians, are being killed as a result. Yes, I mean, uh, so partly it's the it's the fact that it's uh, urban fighting. Uh, of course, uh, this number of civilians don't necessarily have to be killed in urban fighting, uh, but Gaza is also extremely densely populated. And uh, in many instances, there are um, civilians that are particularly targeted. So um, we know of entire families who they might might or might not be some member that is a member of uh, some member of the family is a member of Hamas, and the entire family gets targeted and and wiped out, uh, or hundreds or dozens of members of a family, for example. So there's particular targeting as well of civilians and civilian infrastructure. So um, hospitals, schools, uh, all of that that are being uh, targeted. So it's not just the fact that it's uh, it's urban warfare uh, that's resulting in such a high number of civilian deaths, but also the targeting of civilians. Um, one of the key questions, of course, is what would it take to, to bring the war to an end? Um, and there are various things. There's some conversations around some sort of truce or there's a sort of offer of a two-month stop. Uh, but Israel says that its objective is to destroy Hamas. So one presumes then that if Israel were to achieve that, it would stop the war, perhaps. But can it do that, fulfill what it says is its objective, through this kind of fighting? It wouldn't seem so. Well, now, um, what, 100 110 or so days later, they haven't come anywhere close to achieving that objective. Um, you know, so the objective is becoming... Uh, blurred, the notion that they would actually be able to succeed is, you know, many experts have been saying, and we've been saying on on this show, that uh, it's not an achievable objective. They haven't uh, come anywhere close to it. Um, It's of the 25,500 or so people killed, confirmed killed, um, only a small number, hundreds of them are actually fighters. Uh, The rest are all civilians. Um, so it's it's a goal. Once you set a goal, a military goal that's unachievable, um, you know, either you you're saying that you're going to continue fighting, or you're going to end up at some point admitting that you couldn't achieve it. Um, and then you know, the kind of grandstanding the Israeli ambassador last night at the uh, at the United Nations Security Council, saying this will end if uh, the hostages are returned. And if all of those responsible for 7th of October are handed over, it's not going to happen. 
um, which means that uh, what the Israelis are saying is that you know more and more civilians will be killed uh, with no achievable objective in sight. The other way that this could end, apart from maybe a change of heart by the Americans, is if public opinion in Israel changes. When uh, 24 Israeli soldiers are died and some uh, are killed or die, um, in some democracies in a war, when soldiers die, that can lead to a change of public opinion. The best example would be the United States and Vietnam. Could the deaths of these Israeli soldiers actually lead be the start of a process that leads to the end of support for the war? Or could it actually go the other way somehow? No, I, I think it uh, it is more likely that it'll go the first way, and it's it's the two factors that you mentioned both together. Um, it's the 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 deaths of these soldiers yesterday, but also the increasing number of deaths of uh, deaths of captives. Uh, that's putting great pressure on uh, uh, on the Netanyahu government, and there are now calls from within even members of his security cabinet that he needs to step down. And uh, the Americans, who it's now becoming clearer, are having their own kind of discussions with members of the opposition parties in Israel to look at a well, let's say a day after Netan- the day after Netanyahu. Uh, so there, there are some moves between the Americans and some Israeli parties to actually get rid of Netanyahu now. Um, so these two factors, the increasing um, kind of uh, pressure in that way from the Americans and the popular pressure on the ground, I think is what will make the difference because the 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 increasing number of deaths of civilians, the calls by the United Nations uh, uh, Secretary General and uh, other United Nations bodies is not making the difference. Naim Gina, thank you very much indeed. Senior researcher at the Mapungubwe Institute for Strategic Reflection.